It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Welcome, welcome. You're you're welcome, Jerry. You ready? Well, I know you're helping that lady, so you can. Keep... Somebody, somebody walk. So it's going to be the uh, okay, now, supply situation. Now she's talking to Calvin. Okay. All right, 210-308-8867, or come on by and visit with us here at Mill Burgers at 1604 and Bull Road. Lots of folks out here today. Ooh, there's some more begonias uh, moving out and uh, uh, getting ready for sale. And uh, Calvin found some whoppers here, which is exciting. So, uh, yeah, come on by and visit with us at 1604 and Bull Road, and uh, we'll uh, visit with you. Or call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, or toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. And we get right to the phone lines now and talk to Ann. Ann, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Uh-oh, I guess you did. Questions. There's Ann. Uh, What's going on, Ann? On the west side of my house, I have a bed about 25 feet long that uh, used to be in the sun, but I planted some trees. It's now in the shade. I have. You should have known better than that. <laughs> well, you never I, plant trees here. Uh, well, I've done it. <laughs> They're beautiful after 10 years, and so I'm. Uh, that's probably not the worst mistake I've ever made. But uh, <laughs> no, I, in that not. bed, I have 10 hollies that have been there over 60 years. They're, there you go. They, they've gotten to the point where two or three of them are just really dead. The others just have foliage about the top 12 inches. They need to be removed. I assume that they are probably too deeply rooted and everything to just dig out, so I'm wondering if I should cut them off at ground level and use some stump killer and then wait a while and replace it, (laughs) and if so, what shrubs for the shade would be best? The hollies. (laughs) What, uh, how how big are they? You say they're big hollies? Yes, they are. They've they've always been about five or six feet tall, and they would get taller if I didn't cut them back. So the, the, they're, the, they're are they yopons? Do, do they have small leaves that stay evergreen, and they have a, have no thorns on them? Yeah, that's probably what they are because back. When these were planted, of course, there were not the varieties that are available today. At yeah. least I, I didn't, I wasn't aware of them. These are just the regular old-fashioned hollies, no, no sticky tip, and the red berries, and you know. So the, the red berries makes me think they probably are uh, Burford, Burford hollies, yeah. Well, that's that's familiar. Did they they freeze? What did you say? They froze? 
No, well, they, they, I don't think they froze. They're just old. They're over 60 years old. And I used to, when I was younger, I would prune them properly in three different <laughs> levels, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But what changed? We're just getting old together, and I think they need to be replaced. Hi. Well, I would advise against We're on the that. radio here. <laughs> I would. <laughs> yeah, Calvin got ugly with a, a listener. <laughs> anyway, she, at least she didn't start crying, Milton. No, but she didn't. There's other <laughs> stuff no, she hasn't done yet. Anyway, <laughs> okay, let's focus on Ann. Anyway, anyway uh, you got one of the best rubs that should be planted in this area. Now, uh... Yeah, you can you can uh, say have somebody cut it in half if you want to. I've got uh, Burford Holly at my house, and uh, also Yopon Holly, and it's dwarf Yopon Holly. But after 40 years, <laughs> that stupid thing is uh, five feet tall. Yeah. And and, and so I have, I have never pruned it back. Nor have I pruned the Burford Holly back. But uh, that's too good a plant uh, to get rid of. Well, if I uh, you're, cut it you're, back. You're, you're very lucky <laughs> that you didn't do what 95% of the people that have a, want a, a foundation shrub and have not bought uh, pittosporums. Yeah, that, I have that freeze every hard every hard freeze we have. Yeah. So I would uh, take you to uh, so your 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 holly is what is it? Ten feet tall? No, it's about six feet tall, five or six. But I have pruned the top off every year because it would okay. have gotten too tall. Okay. I have some windows. It, it grows, that, uh, yeah. It grows right back, doesn't it? She's got some that have uh, just the top fold. Well, yeah. the ones that have just the top, and then I have two or three that basically right. have no foliage anymore. They just are dead. You want to be on the radio? I'm sorry. Okay, that's uh, that's interesting. Um, uh, the ho- hollies were about the only shrubs that uh, that didn't freeze. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't you, think the the freeze didn't have anything to do with it. This was going on before the freeze. Okay, they're dying hope. out in the center. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yes, and uh, I, I my, think mine, I... <laughs> my, mine does that too. My, both Burford and uh, well, the, Bur- the Burford doesn't do it as bad as uh, Yopon, the forty-year-old Yopon. But uh, yeah. if you want to try to make it fill in from the center, uh, you can cut that cut that plant or have somebody cut that plant in half and let it let it re sprout uh, in the middle. And if the three that look dead don't re-sprout, uh, I should replace them with more of the hollies? Yes, ma'am. Okay, that's still the best thing for shade. Oh, yeah. Okay, and, and then I, I have a, a 
bedding plant that's uh, attached, and it's just really a little, little tiny bed about two feet across. The dwarf hollies would probably do well there. What kind of hollies? The dwarf hollies. Oh yeah, yeah, the dwarf hollies. Okay. Uh, dwarf, dwarf. Okay. You can get dwarf your pond, Y U P O N. Yeah. Or dwarf uh, Burford. Okay. I, I've Alrighty. taken a lot of your time, and I appreciate your help, and I'll, yeah, well, I'll just try right. to work with them. Thank okay. you, and we'll talk to you Thank soon. You. <laughs> mm, bye. Bye-bye. Mark is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey there, Mark. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Uh, good, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Um, I have uh, a variegated pittosporum that's been in front of my house now for about, I don't know, 18, 20 years, and it's it's huge. Uh, never had any problems with it during any cold weather during all those years. Well, this year, obviously, um, it got Took uh, it out. severely. <laughs> I, that's why I'm calling, because I don't know if it's completely gone or not. Over the last several weeks, all the green has turned brown. The leaves have gone. But there's just one area that still, I see, has some new growth on it and and some green leaves. And I'm, I'm wondering if I should just wait and see if the rest of it will fill back in or if I should just trim trim it down some. I, I just don't know what to do with it. I, I love it. It's been beautiful for so many years. <laughs> in front of my house. I feel so bad about it, but I don't know what to do. Check, check the stems on the brown on the on the, on the brown uh, leaves brown brown leaves with check their stems uh, start at the top start at the top and cut it off start pruning it back in four inch sections four to five inch sections till you hit green wood okay now, uh, <laughs> If you if you if you go almost all the way to the bottom of that pit for you're gonna uh, you would be better to replace it with a holly, with a holly, with a holly. Okay. So you won't have this again. Uh, Right. But uh, but, uh, Kevin and I have been discussing uh, the pits pitosporum. And uh, a- after the freeze, sometimes sometimes they can. Yeah, how about Sometimes sometimes the frost freeze damage only shows up uh, in July and August. Well, July. Wow. Sections will die. In other words, you mm. you, you will ever may re- removed all the brown well folded, and if you look closely at the stem, you see that half of the stem is dried brown, and uh, uh, the uh, other half of that same stem has um, has brown brown tissue on it. Mm-hmm. But when it when it plant gets under stress, which we we have a lot of stress in the summer, uh, it'll die. The ones that have been green green all the time will die. Okay. And so that's when you know <laughs> you you can't figure out half of the <laughs> half of the limbs are 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 brown. 
and have, have the, uh, on the opposite side of that, the limbs are green until July, I say in that area time frame, maybe sooner, depending on the weather, uh, it will um, it'll die when it gets under stress. Now this is, this is this is how now the last hard freeze we had, uh, especially we were looking at this over at the botanical garden, and the last freeze we had uh, didn't damage the standard of the big uh, uh, yopon hollies, but uh, the the dwarfs it got almost all the dwarfs. The ones that stay small. Mm-hmm. And so we constantly recommend for people not not to go out and buy more pittosporum, but uh, replace them with uh, Yopon or Burford hollies. Okay. You know how, Can I ask you, know you, how, if- you you know how bad the the Yopon hollies uh, froze in this last read? How bad? None. They didn't freeze at all. <laughs> yeah, I have a but couple of the art. A lot of people go back and plant the <laughs> plant pittosporums is beyond me. I can't figure right. it out. I got you. But let me ask you though, if I do trim it back the four to five inches as you mentioned, how long would it be before I would potentially see new growth from that? Within two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. Yeah. When when you hit the green wood, uh, stop there. You can take the dead leaves off if you if you want to, but stop there and see if it sprouts out. Okay. The green the green wood sprouts out. And if it okay. doesn't, then if it doesn't sprout out after two or three weeks, then I should just call it a goner, or just or should I wait yeah. any longer? Or? No. No. Okay. Uh, uh, oh. Okay. Okay. I think. All right. I thank you, this, sir. I think this is the first call we've gotten on Freezeback. No, yeah. I, I think there was a couple. Maybe. Well, a couple we've had. Uh, yeah, I just don't remember them. Okay. Okay. Thanks, sir. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We've got all lines open, so give us a call. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven or toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight. No, we get lots of calls on freeze damage, so you're welcome to call too. <laughs> uh, and actually, we really want those calls where uh, you thought. It was a goner, and you've given it a couple weeks since we last talked about this. I guess it's been a month or more since the freeze, right? <laughs> yeah. How long has it been since the freeze? It was in the fourth. Val- Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, the big Valentine's 14. Day freeze. So um, it's almost six weeks. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we want those reports of people who. Uh, and, and we did get uh, the, that uh, pr- presentation I gave to the Lions Club. Yeah. One of the say? things that came out there was that. Uh, um, Oh, the uh, milkweed and the mist flower that we thought were all done for have started to sprout, and they're sprouting From big the time. Fast. Oh, good. Yeah. So that that's some good, that's some good news. <laughs> we haven't seen, as far as I know, we have not seen one uh, sprout, or had, at least haven't had it reported for Esperanza or Firebush or no, Point Sienna or any, any of our, that we, we wouldn't expect them to be 
you no. early, but it'd be ni- uh, nice to have a <laughs> sign, yeah. Well, uh, And we're debating. We've got a debate going on which some of those are, will probably not recover. What? And, uh, Calvin, don't. Don't don't be so pessimistic. Yeah, well, Jerry. You're you're uh, hurting people out there. They, don't uh, do, don't be like Milton and say. No, I didn't say that. Cut her down. I didn't even say that. <laughs> take yeah. it. Take, uh, take pictures. That might have been better than. than uh, another mind. thing we haven't seen any kind of recovery on are all those viburnum that have. Uh, yeah, we had a couple of viburnum questions yesterday, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and they're. Uh, and, and of course, our uh, what is our what is our uh, plant that we didn't even know was xylosoma? Uh, xylosoma. Yeah, xylosoma. Uh, we had lots of reports on 25 <laughs> feet tall plants that have yeah. completely yeah. flattened. And uh, as far as I know, we have not gotten a report of uh, any kind of recovery visible. Yep. Let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Total free. It's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons back after this on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. I'm Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, talking to you about Spider-Man, termite, and pest control. Oh, it's going to be... Uh, mosquito season. Spider-Man's going to call us. Not today, but we'll get him on there. Talk about the Into Care mosquito trapping system. This is a real exciting system that they put on so there's no fogs and there's no sprays, uh, and it seems to work really, really well. I mean, they have gotten so many compliments. Uh, they were one of the first ones to bring it, if not the first, to bring it to San Antonio, and their clients absolutely love it. It's the Into Care mosquito trapping system from Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, and you'll find it on their website where you can learn more too at GoSpiderManPest.com GoSpiderManPest.com but uh, this is how they're constantly still, I mean they've been doing this since 1976 but they are still finding new solutions to the same problems we have since then and uh, they're finding solutions that are maybe eco-friendlier and you'll find them at GoSpiderManPest.com give Warren, Remy and the gang a call over there at 210-656-3721 210-656-3721 well, our number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Excuse me. You okay? I think the oak pollen's getting to me. <laughs> and uh, you can uh, give it's, us a call. We'll talk gardening. It's not my pond. It's your pond. No, no, the oak pollen. Oh, oh. I think the oak pollen is Maybe that's why I can't walk and did I think, yeah, I think everybody's been hit pretty hard. age. Oh, yeah, I was going to add that. I'm glad you. Yeah, the the car today was, uh, or the truck today was, uh, it's gold anyway, but it was sort of a yellowish gold as I uh, left. So I know. That must be what's killing me. Maybe so. (laughs) 
Hey, I don't want to open up the lines for people to call. If you've got if you've got experience oak problems, you can call and tell us at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Because I think we'll get too many calls. So. <laughs> my my ears are stopped up, and I'm That's drunk as said. a skunk. <laughs> if they were to stop me on the highway, if they put you through the driver's put, test, put me through that alcohol test for you. Oh, make you walk a straight line. Oh, yeah, they'd cuff me right there on the. Well, I I often wonder about that for. But I, I, yeah, you I think our, have that. I think our police police officers are <laughs> are sensitive to that. But but some some of us old folks, if we've been drive, driving a little bit and then they have you get out and walk on a straight line, oh, it's yeah. it's a real challenge. You I can do it. Yeah. So I can just picture the officer with Jerry now as, he, <laughs> as he's putting him in the car, you know, saying, yeah, you thought Kiss a Goodbye was funny, did you? <laughs> well, ha-ha. Yeah. <laughs> this is for me and my uh, Sago. <laughs> Get in the car. <laughs> All right. Yeah, people, people are buying you. They, they sure are. They are in sale. They're so cute, the little ones. Oh, look, little Sagos. <laughs> yeah. They uh, used to... Uh, You'd have to get a big plant, and they were very expensive. Well, when they were doing the Fiesta Texas, yeah. it was, it, there was a, mm. a re- recruiting drive. That, uh, the contractors were out there looking for for big uh, sagos, and they were, yeah. it was uh, quite a market for them. Really? Yeah. And try, guys like, out were, there. Or were they looking drive. for them? They're like drive through neighborhoods and what? Oh, yeah, wherever. Yeah. And they were uh, they were getting publicity. Uh, we man, we mentioned yeah. them on the media. Yeah, they're they're pretty plants. Oh yeah, <laughs> even when they're brown milk. Yeah, then people don't seem to think so. <laughs> I, you, can't, you, I can't sell that very. No, well. you you're having a, you're you're trying, <laughs> but you're not having too good a time on that. Well, and then I I noticed people are getting impatient. They're starting to to cut those fronds. Yeah, but they. They aren't, a, aren't as attractive when they're cut as they are when they're, they've got that kind of night yeah. when the fronds are dead, but they've got that nice shape. <laughs> so. I, would, I would say paint the dead fronds if you don't like brown. Which get is the color, by the get way. Get some spray paint. You can yeah, paint them all different kinds of yeah, color. There you go. Different from different colors. I, I got the blue Sago. I don't know if you uh, ever have one. <laughs> Let's remind uh, folks, as long as we're talking about the Sago and cutting the fronds. Paint them burnt orange. Don't cut <laughs> Don't cut that uh, central yeah, the growth <laughs> area. That it's, It may still be brown, but they look like kind of nipple city going on. Yeah. And uh, I've seen a couple of them where they just... Cut them below that across there. Below yeah. that center. I don't know. I, I think they've. Uh, what is that that you say, Milton? Nothing. Uh. I did not say that. <laughs> don't give me credit for Milton, that. Everybody knows you were the one that came Nobody up with that. Nobody knows. People that know me and listen to the show go, that sounds more like something Jerry would say. I can't believe Milton said that. I just trust your instincts. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. It's sad to live in denial. In <laughs> Yeah, I guess you can. Well, you kind of, sometimes you just get get loose and then it's hard to recover. Uh, One thing I've noticed, well, talking about Sagos, some people are putting out the information that uh, that, uh, 
yeah, leave the dead fronds or leaves on the plant because it nourishes the plant. How does it nourish the plant? I don't know. I, I don't. I never understand that either. Well, it's other. There's other things too. Folks talking about uh, fertilizing dead plants. Yeah, there you go. I was, that was my next. Uh, that, that I, 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 I want to stop and say, wait a minute now. Okay, now say, just repeat what you said. Now we've we got a plant that's probably dead, and you're going to fertilize it. I always use the old. Uh, Example that uh, yeah, fertilizing a uh, a dead plant is kind of like uh, bringing a TV dinner to a funeral and throwing it in the coffin mill. Doing good, huh? Yeah, I don't know. Quite. It don't do it don't do a lot of good. It's yeah. I think I think that's just the point. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and I saw I saw. Uh, uh, yeah, I thought I thought Millburger had their had their lawn and garden fertilizer. They for say for uh, yeah, you were talking two, about that yesterday. I think it's on. There's like five pages of stuff. Two, yeah, yeah. two two for uh, fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah, for the slow release lawn fertilizer. And um, that's that's a, a real asset to have. Is that 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 nineteen five nine. Fertilizer, you can use yeah. it for almost anything, and you know half of the nitrogen is a fast release, and half is yeah. is a uh, slow, and so it uh, you is. can't you can't hardly burn anything with it, and it also uh, minim- minimizes uh, any kind of uh, pollution from uh, the nitrogen uh, escaping in the air or yeah. into the ground. And, uh, I found it. It's it's on sale. Hi. Uh, lawn and garden. Right, hang on. Did you want to be on the air? No. Oh, all right, Calvin. Will you help him out? Lawn and garden fertilizer with nineteen five nine slow release and fifty uh, percent slow release nitrogen with four percent iron and twelve percent sulfur. Hmm. And uh, great for all southern lawns, trees, shrubs, vegetables, uh, and flower gardens. 40-pound bag covers 707,600 square feet. Regularly, $29.99. I'm not saying anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Almost. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and two for $50. Yeah, so about $25 each. Yeah. And that's a good good, good buy. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, uh, fertilizing dead plants is not going to help a lot. How big is an average? I guess it doesn't, there isn't an average. <laughs> what is? Well, I was going to say, how big is an average yard? Oh, yeah. There's there's no average. Yeah. Well, these newer subdivisions have very small yards. Yeah. So, which is good if you have to uh, plant grass. So would one bag do it, or should you get two bags and whatever you don't use, you can just save. You can put on anything else. Oh, that's true too. Yeah, it's a good point. You can put on trees and stuff like that. So, uh oh. (laughs) What? 
No. He got through. No. We tried to block him. I have told everybody. We've tried to block him. He's too crafty. <laughs> I don't know what he does, but he seems to get through. Johnson City Joe is on the line. Hey, Joe, what do you know? <laughs> hey, it's good to hear you guys. Yeah, how's everything in Johnson City? Well, right now it's uh, had a northern blow through. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I bet. We're having that wind here, too. Yeah, it's, I went outside to do some work, and I just came back in. I just turned there around. Said, the wind no. blew you back in, huh? Blew me back in. I said, well, I go listen to the old man, the two <laughs> old men, and the young man trying to hurt him. There you go. Cavill, the youngster. He's not he's not my age yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I are, you, are you still calling the, the nursery and not getting he, an answer? No, he got an answer finally. Did he? Yeah. Okay. But he still gotta wait. <laughs> I, I was yeah. gonna thank everybody, uh Milton particularly for helping me out on that. Uh, he's told me he said you gotta call at a certain time. Uh, well, I, I, but I, did that work? It worked. Uh, uh, Holly was sitting there waiting for me. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, they I mean, I've been trying for two weeks to get through. <laughs> well, they're, like I said, all the... The help is uh, taking yeah, care of the plants or yeah. either take, checking yeah, customers. I, I actually even drove, I couldn't get through, so one, one Friday I made a mistake. I drove down there. <laughs> and they, they, people were just milling and popping all around. Uh, yeah. But there wasn't any tomatoes at all. But uh, yeah. I did get through. I've got my order in, and uh, my wife is going to be sitting by the phone waiting for them <laughs> to call. Did, did Jerry say, were we going to get some of the uh, recommended variety tomatoes this week? Oh, sure. Tracy, man? I don't know. <laughs> I saw, no, I I'll have to ask Tracy. I, checked, I saw them in the greenhouse yeah, about okay, four or five inches tall. Uh-oh, this could be good, Joe. Hey, text me with <laughs> the end. <laughs> keep, a, keep a faith. <laughs> I will. Hey, the question I've been doing some research, years ago, several oh, years no, ago. Oh, no, that's scary. I, I, several years ago, I, I, uh, I saw some grafted tomatoes in the nursery. Grafted tomatoes. Yeah. And I've been doing some research on that, and it seems like uh, commercial growers are more into that. They have found out that although it's costly, more costly to do grafted tomatoes, they get more production. Is this? Why don't we see more grafted tomatoes in uh, uh, retail nurseries? So, would you like to address the more production? <laughs> well, that, besides uh, spitting so on the mic, <laughs> I can. Uh, I'm not a vegetable specialist, but your uh, your assumption is incorrect. Oh. I mean, it's not proven by the, as, as far as I know, it's not proven no. by the research. It's it's uh the deal is uh the idea of having a grafted tomato you could put a good variety on a adapted root uh, system and yeah, such as nematode resistant and so you can make a a recommended variety 
nematode resistant by prografting it. But uh, the data shows that most grafted plants like that are less productive than a seedling. It's more oh, so my research was wrong. Oh, well, of it, course. It said, it said <laughs> yeah. that it uh, uh, protected the plant, the tomato, from soil more diseases. And that may, and the production was ten to twenty percent more. No, could it okay. be? Could well, it where, be? Where do you see that information? Well, now could it be that you're not comparing it to other tomatoes, yes. but you're comparing it to that tomato with a grafted system? Right. So it's a tomato that was wasn't nematode resistant. Yeah. Now suddenly was and might be more productive. Yeah. Well, could okay. Be. Oh, well, there you go. But, okay. Where did you get that information? I'll have to go back. Uh, my computer is down, and when I get it back up, I'll go in and find that and okay. uh, uh, where I got that information. But it it's, seems like so, it was like four It's easy to manipulate tomato selections and yeah, that, improve tomato selections. Yeah. So they're... There doesn't seem to be much of a, a future for that kind of uh, no uh, uh, effort. Uh, the, our grower, our wholesale grower, ha- has had some of those in the last couple of years, and we have uh, tested them side by side with uh, uh, non-grafted tomatoes, but of the best varieties, like Tycoon. Yeah, and. Uh, Tycoon will whip any grafted tomato. I mean, right. I produce it. Okay. Now, so if you can get the if you can get the uh, proper variety that for this era that we have tested for thirty years, uh, yeah, I don't think you're making any any headway by using grafted plants. Okay, that's why they're not in the nursery then. The second question I got for you is cotton burr compost. Will it it cause cotton root rot? No, good Lord, no. Well, I'm I'm coming up there and tear tear your computer out of the the wall. (laughs) You are dangerous with that computer. Stop doing all this research. (laughs) I I don't know. I had to research that. I wanted to know cotton. We don't have cotton in uh, Blanco County anymore because of cotton root rot. Yeah. Okay. So I was wondering when they make their compost, uh, I guess out of cotton burrs, would that transfer into the disease? I guess my question is: this grafted cotton, or is this uh, <laughs> cotton out of? Well, yeah, I, I would think that uh, they usually the, the, that compost uh, cotton burr co- uh, compost. Uh, originated up in Lubbock, where they grow a lot of cotton. Right. Up around, up in the High Plains, and right. uh, they they claim that it's been uh, composted. At a high. Has, we, uh, yeah, and uh, we have seen a lot of places that sell compost. They sell it so fast, they they start selling a green compost. In other words, hadn't decomposed. <laughs> 
Uh, so that that's a possibility, but uh, that that's not shown to be a problem. I've, well, the ba- you know the basic <clears throat> problem is that uh, the cotton root rot organisms are in the soil. Yeah, that's true. And that's where they that's where they cause the problems, and that's where you. They've never been able to figure out how to c- control them in that <laughs> cotton root rot. Yeah. No. Texas A and M. Well, hey, we've got we've got a listing on PlantAnswers.com for those that have a computer that works. Uh, <laughs> that uh, that lists all the uh, cotton, all the plants that are, are susceptible to cotton root rot, and. Uh, uh, Gives how susceptible they are, yeah. all away from high, which guess guess which plants are very susceptible to cotton root rot method. Uh, cotton. There you go. <laughs> Hibiscus. He's picking up a lot of stuff. Okra. That's it. Yeah. See, oh, I, yeah. I've been listening to this show. <laughs> well, a few Oprah years. Is a kind of <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, hibiscus is. Uh, in the cotton family, are closely related to cotton. Yeah. But, but okay, uh, uh, okay. The the uh, the so the issue is I shouldn't worry about that. Uh, I've always used it. That's the reason why. <laughs> did you did you find that it it on that inter, on the internet that the. That, no, he's yeah, just he's 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 it came to him kind of like yeah. Hey, I wonder if he was drinking a lot that night. No, <laughs> don't be don't be putting words in Joe's mouth. No, well, I might have been, but uh, I was just thinking about it. And I thought, well, maybe maybe that's uh, an issue that Jerry might not know anything about. <laughs> Goodness, well, he's not going to admit it if he did. Did no, uh, he would, would he? Uh, anytime okay. you ha- have those epiphanies, is that what it is? Uh, uh, epif- epiphanies? Epiphany, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm uh, glad at my age keep, I can still think. There you go. <laughs> keep, keep, keep a bottle of uh, Jack Daniels, of course, from Tennessee. No, you call us with any epiphany you have. We'll be happy to help you, Joe. Well, y'all do. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, all the help I can get. And, yeah, I, we, and I can still dial a telephone. You're yeah. doing okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I called Dubber on my memory peg. I just dial you up. There you go. Well, I can. Anytime you hear that they've got a cure for cotton root rot, that's when you need to have a couple of glasses of whiskey and uh, get an easy chair to relax in. And just forget what you just read, because it's read. not accurate. Well, uh, maybe that's something I could make some money off of. Tout. Yeah. 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 Ooh, I like it. Johnson City Joe's Cotton Root yeah. Rod uh, Cure-All. It's like Gary Parsons uh, improved chatterberry trees. There you go. Uh, Joe, I know we, we, need to, so. we need to go to break, but I will tell you that my uh, yeah. Jerusalem artichoke is, is beautiful. I'm sure it is somewhere. I have never seen it yet, but I'm sure it looks good. I thought I gave you that. No, you didn't. Uh, <laughs> Poor Joe went to all that work. Joe, we'll talk to you next time, okay? All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, we got to take a quick break. So, Margie, hang with us. We're up next. You're up next on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer.
back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. Going to get to Margie in just a second, but not before I tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited. If you're looking to bring nature to your yard, uh, there's lots of fun things you can do. Uh, it's uh, My uh, mother-in-law was talking to me yesterday, and she's got she's in Northeastern. Oh, she is. Speaking she's to you, speaking huh? to you. She, she's still speaking to me, believe it or not. And you've been married for how long? <laughs> about five years. Uh, wow. Uh, uh-huh. That's, so, that's usually when it's happening. Oh, okay. Well, she's speaking to me. She was talking. I was sorry she didn't have a Wild Birds Unlimited because she was talking about she's got a Purple Martin house up there, and she's not getting any Purple Martins. And she's I bet she's getting some brown sparrows. I don't know if she is or not, actually. I don't know what they have. They have brown sparrows oh, and oh, yeah. English oh, yes. sparrows. English sparrows? What kind of sparrows? Okay. Yeah. In, uh, north, it's northeastern Alabama now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and her bluebird yeah. boxes are, are, are getting blue. You can, uh, I was thinking that uh, every every state in the, U, in the U.S. has got uh, English sparrows. All right. Well, see, I may have her call that? Kyle see. at Wild Birds Unlimited because she wants to, she's got some ideas that she's going to run by. Maybe, she, maybe you can help her too. Uh, but anyway, if you're looking for solutions to problems, you don't have to uh, have any, you don't, if you don't live in northeastern Alabama, you can just drive right over to Northwest Military and Hebner Road and call Kyle and Wild Birds Unlimited, and they'll help you and visit with them right there. Bill's probably in the store today. And yeah, and I like their input, especially on if you're having, you're frustrated with uh, squirrels. Yeah. There are so many options that you can, you know, including uh, feeders that that uh, close up so the squirrels can't get the feed. Yeah. And We've talked a lot about doves, the, too. the pep, the pepper flavored uh, suet and yeah. seed. Uh, s- lots and co- the, yeah. lots of lots of different options. Lots of options out there. Lots of solutions. You just got to know the people to ask. And Wild Birds Unlimited at Northwest Military and Hebner Road are the people to ask. Call them at two one zero four seven nine Bird, or just go by and visit with them. There's it's nice people and it's a pretty day. And uh, go by and say hi to Kyle and then. And do some shopping over I there. I suppose they could call ahead and make sure Bill's not there. <laughs> they could if they want to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. right. we're, we're taking all kinds of safety precautions. I'm not worried about that. I just need to know if Bill is there. <laughs> Poor Bill. I hope, do you ever see him? Do you give him such grief? Margie oh, is. Yeah, I see him. Okay. Does, does Bill ever hear about this grief you give him? Oh, yeah. Okay. Margie's on the line at 210-308-8867. Margie, thanks for waiting. How can we help you? I have a, about three questions to ask the gentleman. Okay. Okay. My daughter wants to know if there's any... Conservative talk. 9.30 a.m. Okay. That was an accident. So your daughter wants to know what? It's okay. Uh, she wants to know if there's a, a perennial that she can put in a, a pot that will come back a blooming... Besides lantana, is there anything that uh, she can get? Yeah, she can get some uh, uh, dwarf dwarf realia. Oh, that'd be good. Or dwarf Mexican petunia. Not the oh, standard yeah. one. I have, I have those. Okay. I have those. She wanted something with more color, you know. She's she's always planted the vinca. Uh, but we know how that is. 
Yeah. So does she like the Vinca? She wants something Vinca-ish, but perennial. Yeah. Yeah. How about how about uh, blue plumbago? I'm looking at the, oh. some beautiful plants right here. Well, here. She, these are smaller pots, like. Uh, maybe... Well, but uh, the, the, that the thing about blue plumbago, it'll fit whatever environment you give it to, to yeah, go it'll, in, it'll, it'll fit in. Yeah. You know, I have a, you know, I, I have two and two big wash pots. I oh, have wow. they go, and yeah. they don't make a, you, you guys don't make a dwarf. <laughs> a dwarf blue plumbago? <laughs> no. Uh, what's, what's something that maybe looks like, that. something that looks like uh, Vinca, but is perennial? Yeah. Dwarf Aurelia. Well, it kind of does, but pink it's got the... And... Oh, it is pink. That's right. There is the dwarf, uh, the pink dwarf Aurelia. That might be good. That came from Greg Grant. Yeah, Greg Grant's okay. dwarf uh, <laughs> pink. Okay, got that. I think they All call right. it Bonita. Bonita. That might be good. What is it? And, and so... <laughs> a dwarf. It's a pink dwarf Aurelia. Yes, I got that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and also, sometimes they have, have a white one. Yes, I know that too. Thank you. you <laughs> okay. Guys are just, Question number two. <laughs> uh, I have a. Um, okay, an orange. I have an orange frost in the ground, and I have an arctic frost. In a twenty-gallon pot. Okay. Are they going to come back? Uh, they stayed outside uncovered. Yes, sir. Um. I'm I'm too old to fix something. I'm eighty-six, <laughs> and I oh, I Lord. have no way of. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the leaves are all brown on it. Yes, but I. I used my fingernail, and the—they're uh, not—they're not dead. Okay. Um, you, if you're tired of looking at the brown leaves. Oh, I stripped uh, all of them off of the one in the pot. <laughs> there you go. That's the what one I in the ground is did. about uh, uh, eight feet high, so I can't do that one. No. Okay. Um, so you've taken the leaves off, so I would just wait. If you want to uh, look at the main stem, start at the very top, like we were talking about a while ago, uh-huh. and start taking four or five inches off of the main stem. Can you get uh, to main green? Main stems. And okay. Until the, the wood turns from uh, brown to uh, green. Uh-huh. And another option is just to, now that you're taking leaves off, just <laughs> be patient. And because that, if you, if you got green some green stems, you're going to have some uh, probably some sprouts. sprouts. Yeah. And then okay. you, then you'll have a clearer picture of what what you got left. Exactly what will be going on. Okay. And on a tomato. Uh, what do you do? What is it? Is there a preventative to keep them from getting that blossom and rot? Uh, if you wanted to put something in the mix, uh, sprouting mix, or around the 
plants in in uh, ground. Uh, add some. Uh, they call it soft and shoulders. It's gypsum. It's what's it called? And, and mix that into the mix. And uh, another thing you have to do is keep it watered evenly. Right. Uh, you know, uh, don't let it go alternate dry and wet. And they right. and the hardest. Time to do that is when you go from uh, 60 degrees outside yeah. a day, and then the next day is 85 degrees. Yeah, it's very right. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, but, I just uh, I always just put them in pots. Uh, okay. You just make it make that gypsum is it's like it's got the texture of flour, uh-huh. but ba- uh, you know baking flour. Uh, but the uh, that has that that'll do a little bit of good. Uh, use the varieties that we recommend uh, when you can find them, and uh, and uh, they are in uh, when we we're field testing them. That is one thing that uh, that we look for is that uh, cracking and and blossoming rot. Right. Uh, but they, uh, uh, and once we, if we see a variety that uh, has a tendency to all, uh, for the uh, majority of the fruit on that plant have blossom in rot, uh, we eliminate fr- that from the trial consideration. So uh, gotcha. we're, we're selecting uh, varieties that don't have the, those problems. Now, with that said, I've seen two varieties that were very susceptible to blossom and rot in 40 years of testing tomatoes, spring and fall. And those? Yeah, we, we, uh, there's only two varieties that I've ever seen, and we've tested several hundred. So, so don't worry about it. Yeah, don't don't worry about it. If you use a variety that, no, if well, you use a that we sell here, and it all and it also indicates that the conditions are probably more important than yeah than the selection or the variety. Yeah, uh, these 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 were, these tomatoes were grown side by side in the field and watered with uh, fur irrigation. Uh, at a farmer's place, and the interesting thing about that variety, we we had twenty, about twenty-two varieties we were testing, and they were mixed in the same field, side by side, and only that one variety had the problem with uh, blossoming rot. So uh, it didn't take us long to figure that that's not what yeah. we need. All right, yeah. Margie, thanks. Thank you, gotta you run. so much. You bet. Bye, Margie. Bye-bye. Thanks for calling. Uh, good questions. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break, and then when we come back, we'll get you caught up with the news. When we come back, we'll answer some more gardening questions when you call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. We're live at Millburgers Lance. 
Landscape Nursery. Lots of folks here doing shop and having a good time. And uh, we wish you would come on out and visit with us. You can ask your gardening question in person. You don't even have to be on the air. I'm Milton Glick, back in a moment on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Trace hasn't visited with us yet because he's really busy, <laughs> which is okay with us. We rather we want him to be busy, but we always like when he comes up because we got questions we want to answer. So, Trace, if you hear this, come drop by a second. Uh, but, yeah, we want to encourage you to drop by, too, and visit us at 1604 and Bo Verde Road, and, uh, or call us at 210-308-8867. Uh, I have a question. No, I think we... Did you have a question? Yes, we are a radio show. Did you want to be on the air? It's pretty easy. <laughs> oh, just looking for pepper plants. Calvin, will you point her to the pepper plants? And uh, there you go. All right. Yes. Uh, yeah. All right. 210-308-8867. This is, this is clearly live radio. <laughs> I have a, a question. You have a question. You want to yeah. ask it on the air? Yeah. I, I, I was, I was <laughs> hoping that uh, Johnson City Joe would get his computer fixed. Because it just crossed my fertile mind Uh (laughs) that uh, I wonder if there's a place that you can order the rodeo tomatoes or any tomatoes that we recommend mail order over the Internet. Oh, I don't know. Plants. Uh, You know, we never have to talk about that. Because uh, yeah, Trace and Millburgers. Well, hopefully, uh, as Calvin said, Trace will have them this week or next. And that would, and that you, would, you would, better find the source. Oh, uh, okay. But uh, I don't know if uh, maybe maybe we could get some some of those gra- good old grafted tomatoes. Don't make fun of poor Joe and his grafted what? tomatoes. I do, what they produce. I'm making fun. They produce double what the normal. Oh, yeah. Tomatoes. I don't know why we even sell the regulars. <laughs> anyway, we could so, have those grafted ones. So I don't know. We'll have to. Uh, I, I don't know where you'd find those. Because you could probably find seeds, I guess. Because you could find seeds of some of the older varieties, right? No. I thought you. Uh, where are you going? How are you going to? It won't be grafted if you plant. No, it. no, 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 no. The other. You were trying to find out the rodeo tomatoes. Didn't you say yeah, you were like, trying to find like a mail ty- order? Like tycoon. And, Did, and how does that work? Do they just mail them to you? Yeah. They're, they're, they're plant? They're small plants. Yeah. Okay. Is it like Greg Grant mailing you the thing from another country? <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay. So uh, all all of my people that still have a computer that works. Uh, yeah. Maybe Dennis can find us a source of mail-order tomato variety. All right. But we're looking for just for the varieties we recommend. Yeah, and, like I. And we're hoping that's not necessary because we're hoping <laughs> Trace will tell us yeah. that he's got the varieties. I would, I would imagine that they would do a celebrity. Oh, I bet you, I bet you, you're right on celebrity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they probably wouldn't, but probably not going to have Ruby Crush. No. Yeah, that's uh, what I was wondering. It didn't seem. They, they, they probably would have celebrity. You know that our the little David Rodriguez and Dr. Larry Stein 
uh, voted to make a celebrity. Yeah, I heard that. I thought uh, it's a, I thought it's, a superstar. Yeah, it is now, isn't it? Yeah. It's now a superstar. And People we sure no, like it. We have no plants. We had no what? No plants of celebrity. Oh, okay. I think, I think early on... The, the, uh, he got some tomato. Uh, Trace got some early tomatoes. Yeah, he got some celebrity. I thought. Yeah, 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 that was one that he got. But anyway, I just. I think, I mean, if I recall correctly, up until the point that we had Tycoon, mm-hmm. people what their must plant was. I'll get. I'll try the new rodeo tomato, but I must have celebrity. Right. And then it was it Merced. You said was the other one, and we can't bring. We can't bring that. That's gone. Okay, that's gone. I know, but I was just. They they might be uh, selling if, it as Merced. What if it was grafted? Yeah. <laughs> Can we graft? If we if 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 we could just find a little piece. Uh-huh. A little piece of vegetation yeah. of Merced. We could graft it. Joe, on, on <laughs> help us out. <laughs> we need a grafted Merced. Yeah. All right. That'll, that'll be a good seller. Joe's regretting that he ever called. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. I'm still waiting for my mother-in-law to call. Oh. She. I'm, I'm going to name her. She is the queen of uh, Queen of Blue Bonnets, uh, the Alabama Queen of Blue Bonnets. <laughs> didn't you? Uh, didn't you give her some of that okra, Oscar? I haven't given her the Oscar Okra yet because remember I found. I gave it to you. No, 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 no! You didn't give it to me yet. I had. I I told you I found a packet like was that was like years old. Oh, okay. So yeah, if we find some, I'll mail her some. Yeah, I've got. uh, And we. Oh no, you were going to give me Beck's. We were going to give her Beck's big. Yeah. We'll ask her on the air if she wants. I wouldn't want to do that to her. I know you keep saying that, but I think (laughs) I'll ask her if she wants okra that's what ten, twenty feet tall. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely fifteen to. Who wouldn't? Eighteen. Maybe you could use Beck's Big as a uh, as a uh, I wouldn't do that as a screen. People. I wouldn't do that to people. Did you want to ask your question on the air, sir? Okay, I guess not. He's asking Calvin. All right, <laughs> we got Trish on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Trish. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, How can my, we help you? Uh, my question is: We have a fiddle leaf fig. We've had it about. Oh, three years, and it was just wonderful, and it froze, and all the leaves fell off, and we're wondering if we prune it back, will it come back? I think the root's still good. What kind of, what kind of fig was it? A fiddle leaf. It's a non-fruit. Fiddle leaf fig. It has those big green leaves on oh, it. Oh, it doesn't have fruit, right? Oh, no. Okay. Um, Where again, would we? Yeah, all the leaves just fell off. It's just amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, you can do like we've been talking about uh, the whole show. Is uh, start at the top, which is a tenderest growth, and cut it in, cut back in four four inch, uh, four or five inch uh, section. The first four or five inches will uh, will be will show brown wood or or dead wood. 
Okay. Uh, hopefully, as you go down that, those remaining stems, you'll go from brown to brown to brown to green. Okay. When you hit, when you hit green, uh, quit quit fooling with it. And uh, <laughs> it, it, if it's green, uh, yeah. it'll, it'll start sprouting when it gets warmer. Well, that's good news, so I think we can yeah. see. <laughs> but if it's, brown, if it's brown all the way down to the ground. It's history. Uh, huh? And sometimes, sometimes those figs will, will be brown all the way to the ground. Uh-huh. Uh, right, that wood just beneath the soil was insulated, uh, and uh, if it's green, it's in all probability it'll come back, re-sprout, when the uh, soil gets warmer. Good to know. I was heartbroken that it just <laughs> froze like that. I just It's my baby. <laughs> there you go. All righty. Well, you're so kind. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks Trish. Thank you, you take care. Abby's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Abby. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hey, guys. I'm doing great. I am calling you from Leon Valley, and I don't want to make people jealous, but my Zylosma are coming out up at 20 feet. Uh, they're on the western exposure, west, southwest, and northwest, and I have green leaves. So oh, I'm we got to get Calvin in on this. Calvin, we got a xylosma, a positive xylosma yeah. report. <laughs> oh, we got that's growing. Yeah, is that what you're saying, yeah, Abby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Twenty feet up, that's Calvin. The, I've got green leaves. The first. Yeah. Hi, you want to be on the radio? Excited. Okay. Well, good. Good. Yay, good way to go, Abby. Yeah, maybe there's hope for people. My vibranium. Yeah, maybe so. Sandanquas uh, are coming back from um, from all the way at the bottom, so that's a bummer. The the Confederate jasmine has splits in it at the base, so I'm not so hopeful. Uh, yeah. yeah and the loquat looks great, but it's a little protected. It's on the northwest side, but it's protected by the neighbor's house. But no damage there either. So anyway, hopefully yeah. that's helpful and hopeful for some people. It won't have, yeah. Do you see any little fruit on there? No, those all froze. Okay. Okay, as long as the stems are green and everything, you'll, it'll probably miss the crop this year. But uh, Oh, yeah, for sure. Just just tell people that you're letting it rest for a year. And, uh, <laughs> it gets a little, little more. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a legitimate claim because uh, <laughs> the plant uses its energy to pr- produce the fruit. That's why right. we tell people that if they want to do the right thing, uh, we'll say with a satsuma, uh, take some of the, take most of the fruit off every year. Okay, yeah. So it can, yeah. it can go ahead and mature a few fruit rather than overloading the tree, producing a, a lot of fruit. Okay. Well, I'll just y'all have a good day, and if uh, if Calvin needs proof, let me know. I'll send you the pictures. It's really yeah. Exciting, send us some so. pictures. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Thank, right. thank you, ma'am. Thanks, Abby. James is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, James, what's going on? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Yes, I can. I can hear you. James? Hey, listen. Years, James, years can you ago, hear us? 
<laughs> I can hear you, Dr. Parker. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going on? Loud and clear. Loud and clear. Hey, years ago, I'm assuming they're still in business because I saw them on a forum somewhere, gardening forum recently. Uh, TotallyTomatoes.com. I ordered, uh, I made a mistake one year and ordered 21 different varieties of plants. <laughs> Never again. Uh, but anyway, they, they had a, a lot, large selection of heirlooms and, and new uh, new varieties. Of course, this was years ago, but I think they're still in business. And the plants totally. were small, like TotallyTomatoes.com, I believe. Okay, no, right. I totally think I can remember that. You can, you can. Yeah. Do. What was yeah, your the cool. plants were the plants were small, but they were all in good condition. I, I believe they all they all lived. I had yeah. a lot of tomatoes that year. A lot of tomatoes. Anyway, I wanted to ask on my Gold Star Esperanza. I looked at it again yesterday. I haven't cut it back. Um, it doesn't show any growth from the bottom. It's been in the ground for several years. Is it is it going to is it going to do anything? Is it going to come back? I guess I th- I'm betting on Gold Star to come back. From okay. the ground. Do I cut from? Do I cut it down now to a couple inches, or just wait and see? Just or what wait would you to do? see where where it sprouts out. I got they're, you. Okay. They're, they're all on their own root system, so anything that sprouts out will be gold star. Okay. All right, and then trim it after it. See where it sprouts out. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, James. All right, we got another James on the line. He's also got a tomato question. 210-308-8867. Hey there, James. What's going on? Oh, I'm trying to make it to the house, man, without getting my doors blown off, man. It's windy out here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got a question for Dr. Parsons, uh, okay. the vegetable specialist. Uh, there you go. The... Um, Tomatoes in the hoop house were planted last month, and they're they're three foot tall or so and doing really well. But um, the bottom leaves on all the plants are touching the ground, and I'm trying to get some diseases started on them. But I've been spraying them about every two weeks with compost tea, and I can't get any leaf diseases to start on those leaves that are on the ground. Now, I've got a lot of insect damage from the pill bugs, but I, yeah. I don't have any blight or anything, so uh, what's up with that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe uh, you've got rec- the recommended varieties, like tycoon yeah, and stuff? Celebrity is, is what I grow, is what I know. And I'm wondering why I can't get any uh, leaf diseases going spraying that aerated compost tea every two weeks. What? You want to get it going? No, I'm just making a test this year. I, you know, you by this time last year, I, I had uh, all kinds of nasty-looking diseases going on them, but I can't get them going this year. There you go. Well, good. Maybe it's yeah. doing something to prevent them. Yeah, that aerated compost tea every two weeks is, I've never had a better crop of tomatoes. Even the field tomatoes look good. Great. I have a question for uh, Dr. Calvin. Uh, okay. I don't know where he is. He's uh, out here <laughs> hiding in Dr. Zinnias. What's up? Dr. Yeah, Zinnias, Zinnia what's going question. on? Um, I got planting holes every two feet down a irrigated uh, 
bed that I'm going to plant squash, uh, yellow squash, and uh, cantaloupes in. But uh, between the four-foot yellow squash, I mean, they get big out here. Uh, I wanted to put a transplant of zinnias in. Yeah. And I've got transplants. They'll be ready in about another yeah. two weeks, maybe. That's all right. uh, how many uh, plants can I stuff in there in between those uh, those uh, yellow squash plants in the hole? <clears throat> One, five. How much space? How much space do you have between the squash? Four foot. Huh? A foot? Four foot. Four foot. Oh, four foot. Oh, wow. Yeah, those multi-ticks get huge, dude. I mean, they get big. Yeah, I kind of do this, uh, the the same thing. I just they reseed in the midst of my uh, squash and even my tomatoes, and I just I let them grow. Um, I wouldn't hesitate to have, uh, to, if depending what kind of zinnias they are, but if they're, they're like those Californias, I don't know. Oh, okay, about- big, large ones. I would uh, at least one, but I think uh, two. And and of course you you give this the squash priority, and so you know you can bend the zinnias, you can break the top off if you need to, you can trim some of it off, and. Uh, they do fine in there, and and it really, I'm with you. It really adds something to the, to the to the garden and the neck, the nectar. You know, you got the butterflies, uh, hanging around there. Uh, works fine. Do you do you, Kevin? Do you use the grafted zinnia uh, squash? Okay. Uh, okay. Flowers Thank are you. twice as big. As... Thank you, James. Hey, we need to take a break, and we'll come Bye, back James. and talk to the uh, Blue Bonnet Queen of Alabama right after this on two at uh, Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer 210-308-8867. We go. Why was that phone number, Milton? 210-308-8867. We go all the way now to northeastern Alabama, and we talk to one of my favorite gardeners and the blue bonnet queen of Alabama. Adet is on the line. Hi, Adet. How are you? Hey, Milton. Are you not going What's going to tell on? them what relationship we are? Oh, yeah, I already have. I'm sorry. That's my oh, mother-in-law. okay. All and they, right. they give me grief about that. She said, yeah, yeah. they said she still talks to you? <laughs> Absolutely. Thank yeah. you, Dad. It's, it's uh, too late now. <laughs> uh, well, no, it's not. Uh, no. <laughs> and, oh, uh, oh. I just wanted to, to uh, say how pleased I am with my blue bonnets. They're in bloom now. And I, the favorite is my red. And I would venture to say that I'm the only person in Alabama that probably has red, <laughs> white, and blue blue bonnets. 
And, uh, the, and I just want to make the, sure I keep them alive and growing. So tell me what I need to do exactly in growing zones 7 and 8 in North Alabama so that they keep producing and uh, and that I have every chance of keeping the various colors. Now she, uh, she's, uh, yeah, she's got them in a pot right now. Is that right? They're in a pot. Well, that's They're right. in a pot. Milton and Laura delivered them to us on their last visit. It's one of the well, that was nice gifts of them. I believe I've ever had. Yeah, I, didn't re- I, I didn't realize Milton was that no. smart. Uh, nice. <laughs> the, uh, the easiest rec- the, uh, recommendation that we usually have to give is don't over-nurse them. These yeah. are the... Uh, wildflowers, uh, basically, as Jerry reminds us every once in a while, uh, if they're growing where you don't want them, they're weeds. So. <laughs> but, if you, but if you do want them, they're yeah. the same plant, but they're yeah, they're wildflower. So yeah, yeah it sounds well, like you got. I may be overwatering because some of the lower leaves are beginning to turn yellow. Tell yeah, uh, have you got it? Have you fertilized them at all? Uh, I put a little miracle growth. A little? Why'd you put a, a little? A little, that's all I put. No. Do I need a lot? Yeah. Oh, Jerry thinks everything <laughs> needs a lot. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing that you can keep them keep them going is after they bloom, after they bloom, and you see those little uh, pods, uh, seed pods on there. They look, look like a baby uh, snap bean. Yes. And, and uh, the flower is falling off. So take those off. Take, take all those seeds Remove off. the pods. Remove the pods, yes. Uh, before they get too big, hopefully. Okay. And, uh, and uh, keep them... Uh, 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 they need to be well fertilized, even though. Okay. Uh, What's the best may, fertilizer to put on them? Uh, well, if you like to use Miracle Grow, that's a good one. Uh, if you plan, if you try to, if you plan to keep them for a long period of time, uh, you use some uh, Osmocote. O s m o c o t. Is there Osmocote Plus? Is there any dan- danger in Alabama on overwatering? Yeah. Uh, oh, we've had a lot of rain lately. We've had uh, yeah. five plus inches in the last two, three days. Oh, okay. man. Uh, that, that, in the that's summertime what now, we'll we'll have drought uh, in the summertime lots. Yeah. Uh, if it, if it's if it doesn't rain in five days and the potting mix uh, feels a little bit uh, moist or wet, um, you need to get them out of the rain and, or they will, they will rot like, uh, like you're seeing on the bottom. Of the okay. Leaf. And take should all I those. Plant them, take, should I plant them in the soil? Or put them, leave them in pots. Oh, how big are the pots? Um, I guess that the was a. Uh, they were bigger than a gallon, but smaller than a three-gallon. No, no, they were probably yeah. about, yeah, about three-gallon size. Number three pot. 
Probably. <laughs> I would keep them, uh, if you put the Osmocote in there, uh, I would keep them, keep them in the containers and uh, take those uh, uh, pods off as soon as you see them. When they're a little bitty, okay. snap me, and uh, they'll they will uh, they will re-sprout if they got plenty of fertilizer and okay. not over water. All right. Uh, now, uh, would it, it be it, best it, it, if? Go ahead. Well, Go ahead. Well, Beth. I was going to say, should I separate the colors or leave them together? Oh. Uh, I think you need to leave them together. Okay. And uh, right, and and I might put them in a larger container. You think I should? Okay. Yeah, that'll work. All right. What and then, uh, then, then you can what then you can add then you can add uh, the Osmocote when you put them step them up to a larger container. What kind of potting right. medium should she use? Um. I would get, uh, uh, you probably got, uh, in Alabama, you've got uh, some uh, pine pine straw uh, compost. Pine straw so, compost. Yeah, you know, in 50-pound in, uh, bags or something like that. And that'll, that'll be an acid mix. They, they grow well in alkaline. So uh, down here, that's why they do so good in Texas. It's a, they grow better in alkaline than they do acid. Oh, but so, is the pine going to be acid? A little bit, but not. Oh, not, not as much. Matter. Oh, okay. Yeah. What uh, pH uh, level do they really like? Uh, seven point eight or seven point five. 7.8 or 7.5. Okay. What's your pH there? Well, I'm pH not real sure. It varies. Milton, no. uh, <laughs> I haven't checked our yard, but if I if you got if sand? I have them in pots, I'll make sure I get them at that level so they do well. Okay. okay. Have you, have you, are you, do you have sand? Red sand? Uh, no, sir. We, here on our land, it's rocky and clay. Oh, okay. That sounds That'll familiar. Work. <laughs> That'll work. So, Adette, um, Jerry can come speak to your master gardener group there. Yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> if I'm in that area, I'm not a member of the master by. gardeners, but I go to them for advice often and have oh, okay. good friends. There yeah. you go. So, Jerry, we I can get you a, an appointment to come down and uh, be their guest speaker. <laughs> And we'll, my, we'll let you stay uh, here at the house. We're that's mighty nice of you. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's true, they are. Milton like says you're a good cook. Hospitality. <laughs> we'll, so, uh, we'll show the, you the other southern th- charm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you and like okra, Adet? Uh, biscuits and gravy. This is Ooh, be good. And they're good. She knows how to do this. <laughs> are you are you growing any muscadine and making muscadine jelly? Well, uh, there's a lady down, oh, maybe 10 miles from here, and I've gotten muscadines from her that uh, she grows, and I've made some that's uh, sugar-free, and we love oh. it. 
And this morning we had uh, big preserves. All right. That's good. Now, you didn't make those, did you? Oh, wow. I don't want to take too much of the time. I don't know how much I have allotted, but I have a fig tree, <laughs> and uh, it's oh, maybe five, six years old, and I'm trying to get oh, it son. to uh, produce figs that I can uh, make mature, but they wanted to split last year, and uh, and so they uh, the birds got them before I did. Yeah, that's a common problem, even in Texas. Well, I'll try to uh, pamper those this year and and see if I can't get some more to make uh, my husband some big preserves. Oh yeah, that's good. Uh, what, what? How cold did he get there? When we it had our down cold in the teens, and rarely does it get to zero, but it has been uh, known to do that. This year we yeah, hardly but- had. You all got the snow and the ice. Problem yeah, that we didn't yeah. get this winter. Uh, sometimes you, we have it like you had it this winter. Do you know what the name of the fig is? No, sir, Fred. I don't. <laughs> it's uh, okay. it's did, probably, did you get it? did, it's probably uh, about six feet, eight feet tall, and it's more of a, a bushy-type plant. And I pruned oh, okay. it this year where there's uh, took out all the growth on the inside so it could breathe and uh, okay. not be so compact. Yeah. Uh, if you have an opportunity to get one called brown turkey. Brown turkey. Brown turkey. Brown turkey. <laughs> and, okay. Uh, yeah, it's got the... It, 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 uh, one of the only figs that has the ability to freeze back to the ground and still produce a crop that year. Same oh, year. okay. There's not well, many, not many figs that'll do. Yeah, brown turkey. We'll look for one here uh, too, and when I'll we come visit, we'll bring. I'll find one, and I put some ten, ten, ten fertilizer on it. Uh, about three, two, three weeks ago, and in about okay. another three weeks, I'm planning to fertilize it again and hope this time to get a good crop. Okay, that's you what the master will. gardener told me to do. Okay, well, well they that, should know. Uh, we always listen to those. <laughs> Adet, now well, do you grow okra in your garden? Uh, I used to, but I don't have a garden large enough now to grow it. I'm trying to grow in uh, raised beds, and I'm not having a lot of luck. Oh, okay. You and Adet grew the crop. Well, we we have okra that's eight feet tall, ten feet tall. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess that wouldn't work for Adet because she doesn't have. We, so, could, we could get her some Osco. How tall does Oscar grow? Would it grow in a gar- would it grow in a raised bed? Yeah. Oh, okay. We're going to get you some Oscar okra. <laughs> it's, and it's a smaller plant. It's a smaller okay. plant. All righty. Well, I love talking to you, and thank you so much yeah. for your advice. And again. Uh, um, Jerry, I just really appreciate uh, the beauty of the uh, uh, blue bonnet and the okay, red. Well, I'm glad you... It's just so brilliant. And um, cool. Milton, to show you pictures of it. Hey, uh, what is it? The, the, what's that? The color the that she likes. She likes the red. You and your team developed. Yeah. 
Okay. And she her and her whites are coming out late, which is interesting because in San Antonio they came out a little early. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, my thanks yeah, a bit. Blue and uh, red begin to show first, and then they okay. opened, and the whites are just beginning to open. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see if you can get you some more. And she had the Crawford reseeding lettuce. I don't know if we've introduced well, that to I Alabama or not. It. Yeah, oh. I lost it. I, you know, I just uh, had some really dry summers, and long about late August, I kind of gave up on watering things. And oh. uh, so, so I think it was my neglect. Otherwise, yeah. I believe I would have had uh, uh, plenty of it. Well, we'll get, get you got, some more I've seed. Got, I've got green onions that you plant on uh, Labor Day and let grow through the winter and take up Memorial uh, Day. And wow. I, mean, I have a crop of those. So I may have to send some back by Milton sometime. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. Thanks, Adette. Well, Love thank you. you. You take care. And Dr. Parsons, uh, uh, bless both of you and all your listeners. Okay. Thank you, Adette. Um, and, uh, and and greetings from re- North Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, uh, I guess now it's goodbye from North Alabama. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, sorry, I didn't have a joke today, but I just that's I okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get you next time. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. <laughs> bye, Dad. Okay. Thanks for calling. Take care. Bye bye. All right, we're going to take a break and come back in a moment. That's my mother-in-law. She's a great gardener and loves doing that stuff. And, man, I've seen some of them stuff. Those uh, North uh, Alabama people, they had cabbage as big as a baby. It was huge. All right, we'll be back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Al's playing birthdays again. That's Nick Lowe. His birthday on uh, March 25th would go, obviously, into April birthdays next month. Linda's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Linda. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. I'm doing fine, but my sweet viburnums are not. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no. Well, I've been... Are they brown? Oh, yes. They're very, very brown. But I've noticed at the base of the shrub, I'll have like one or two real low branches that are sprouting some new green leaves. Oh, and wow. that That's a first. We've, so uh, gotten not, lot of, we've gotten a lot of calls on the viburnums being frozen, but we haven't gotten a lot of calls on any <laughs> any uh, sprouting at all. So yours, yeah. yours is the first. Uh, how tall was the plant before um, when it froze? They're, well, they're about uh, they they range in from about I'd say three feet to four and a half to five feet. Okay. And uh, Sandanqua viburnum is in that same uh, league too. So, can you be? Uh, are all all of them shown a little growth like that, or is it? Um, just... No, not yet. I've I've got about uh, six or. Six or seven of them, and I'm seeing new growth on about three. Oh, that's great! Yeah, gosh, that is uh, that's the best best news on viburnum that we've gotten. Yeah, yeah. Have you fertilized them? Uh, I have not yet. You have not. That's probably why they're not spreading, Milton. 
Oh. No, that's the best way he's, to he's, make a dead plant come to extra life. Is that right? Is, well, is get some miracle? No, don't get some miracle uh, grow. Get some. We're gonna we're gonna patch you right through to Calvin. Well, Calvin, <laughs> help us here, will you? Well, yeah. you say you say uh, has to grow. He's being facetious. Along with wish it would grow. Okay, and that's good. Help I, her out here. I, I do I do that has to grow, but. Should I be trying to just go, go ahead and, and cut it? Should I cut it back from the top? Because some all those I cut into one branch, probably about a you know six or seven inches from the top, and it's just dry stubble. So am I supposed to be pruning these shrubs back, or well, should you, I just leave you them alone? Can, you can prune that. Uh, Jerry Jerry has a, a re- recommends a lot of times that you cut cut back as long as the they're brown until you get to a green. So you, you, you know, you the lead branch, the tallest branch, you cut it back at its where it uh, connects with uh, another branch. You keep doing that until you get to a green, or you can just wait and let the the plant uh, define itself a little bit more right. too. And those, okay. those some of the yeah, some of those green stems. Uh, may have been uh, damaged and may may uh, die a little bit later. Yeah, and that's okay. we're seeing. We, we re- recommend that too with the citrus and some of the others. That the, yeah. just because there's a little green now, don't be overly optimistic. But uh, that sounds good. I'm glad to hear that there's some of them are sprouting. Yeah, and put well, put some of that it has to grow on there. Yeah. Yeah. So so that uh, if it if it, if it grow, has some green on the stem, well, it, it has to grow. I wish it would grow. May stimulate it. That's not. It's probably not a bad idea later in the summer if it uh, the has a good growth. Yeah. To give it a little fertilizer, but it really doesn't accomplish anything now. Oh. Well, well, if it. I don't. I don't it, know why, Jerry. Is it going to grow? Will it grow back strangely or odd-shaped if I only have green growth at a couple of bottom branches? Is that going to be kind of a weird Weird growth, shrub? yeah. It could. It could be weird. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> that's, that's you know, right. But then you can, then you can uh, as soon as you get a clearer picture of what's alive and what's not alive, then you can do some uh, manipulating with okay. your pruners. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to keep giving it a chance then and, and give it some go. more time and love. <laughs> uh, good luck. Thanks for telling okay, us. Okay. Thank you so us. much. I, I appreciate it. Sure. Thanks, Linda. All right. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Look at that sunshine. Yeah. The sun's out. <laughs> and uh, the wind has maybe died down a little bit. Not much. I've got a question from Milton for Milton. Oh dear. Okay. Yeah. Uh, see if he see if he agrees with uh, Neil Sperry. Don't put me on the spot with Neil. Neil and I <laughs> get along now. <laughs> I have a seven foot tall North of Island pine outside in a large pot. Uh huh. Its branches are brown, but they're still pliable. Is it a lost cause? What do you think, Milton? 
I don't know. The branches are brown, <laughs> but it's still pliable. It's still pliable. I don't know. How, how deep does the brown go? Well, I don't know. Are they it just yeah, leaves that are brown? I'm just reading the question there, man. Hedge. Uh, what's that? It's hedge. A, hedge my bed? Probably, yeah. Too much water. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it, it Neil wrote back. Said, what did Neil write back? Because I don't know. said, uh... Kiss it goodbye. What? Neil wouldn't write yeah, that. No, yeah. he wouldn't. That's right. He must have been listening to the show. <laughs> I guess so. Neil would not write that. Yes, he uh, would. Uh-huh. Here's what he wrote. What he write? Said if it was outside during an Arctic chill, yes. Yes. What? Oh, it's a goner. Yeah. Okay. They, uh, ca- they can't withstand freezing temperatures, let alone the oh. extreme cold Texas faced in February. They're native to the tropical South Pacific. Oh, well, that would have been a clue. Yeah. What is that? Which plant is that? That's a Northrop Island. Oh gosh. (laughs) Northrop. I don't. I'm not familiar with Northrop. Do we sell Northrop Island pines? Oh yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, we sell them for in atriums and. Yeah. Oh okay. Uh, That's a plant you my mother used for years. Yeah, they're the Christmas oh. tree. They're really interesting and attractive. But yeah. Yeah, they don't have any cold resistance. <laughs> and I saw it, saw one in Panama that was three stories high. Yeah, I've seen some pretty big ones. Too. I had to look at that for a long time. <laughs> Joe Bradbury said, know what that tree is? I looked at it. Yeah, it seems I, I, I should know what it is. And... Uh, he said, that's a north of Island uh, tree. It wants to be a tree. But anyway. Oh, Abby sent me her xylosma, so I'll have to send you all pictures. Oh, good. All right. Uh, and Billy is on the line. So, so we've gotten the first xylosma that's shown. Yeah, good xylosma report. viburnum. Yeah, this is exciting. It's a good show. Billy. <laughs> and Billy's got news for poppy growers out there. Hi, Uh-oh. Billy. Yeah, my first poppies are showing up this morning. They're real pretty. I was looking out there. When I had breakfast, I saw them out the window for the first time. I have about three different varieties, but these are the pretty ones, pretty red ones, which I think are California red poppies. Oh, okay. They, that's, and that's and cool. I sent you, sent you a picture, Milton. Oh, did you? I didn't see the picture attached. I was going to send it to him real quick. Let me see. Yeah, I'm, not sure, uh, I'm not sure the picture was attached. Really? Okay. Well, Well, maybe. Double check on it, but yeah. I'll send it. Well, I'll look again, but send it again. We'll just do it that way, and I'll send it to guys. Well, you send it to everybody, I think, too. I'll send it to everybody. Yeah, I'll do it. I'm looking at it on my phone, so that's not always as reliable. Don't tell anybody that. Um, So, yeah, what about the. uh, So, the red ones are the ones that you normally do, right? That's the ones that you. I actually have three varieties all mixed up together, but these are the prettiest ones that came out first. They have the. They're a pretty color red. I have always thought they're California red poppies. Not sure, but uh, I've had them 15 or 20 years, and they come back every year. I've had oh. what, uh, what other poppies do you have? You have the maroon ones, I think, right? No, I don't. I, don't, I didn't want oh. them. I, I, uh, I don't some, blame you. <laughs> I, I have some that I've forgotten what they call them, and I got from the... Uh, Who's the grower out at, uh, forgot oh. what the name of it. Yeah, they, That's a, 
and and I also have some that I got at uh, at Mill Burgers. Have three different okay. kinds, but the ones I sent you are the only ones that are that are blooming so far. Okay. I'll send, this, I'll send them back to you in just a minute. But I also wanted to tell you that my figs are leaving out real good. Oh, good. Okay. And, okay. and now, do you have any? I got some of your first tomatoes, and uh, they're doing real good too. I have the uh, celebrity. Which celebrity is my favorite, and also the. Uh, uh, well, you you were lucky to get them early. Yeah, I know it, and yeah. they're doing well. And I have the uh, the real tomato too. Just just those two. Uh, that, okay. That's all I had when I got them, and it's good. Right, to right. That's the first tomatoes they had. Yes, uh, yes, I got some of them. Okay, and, good. Uh, and they're doing real good. Love you. Uh, the, the, those people that uh, planted the red, white, and blue blue bonnets. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I need, need for them, yeah, yeah, to, uh, yeah. I've sent you pictures of several of them. Mine are doing right, real good. And, and uh, yeah, if any of you uh, yeah, listen to this show quite a bit, uh, have a have a good planting of red, white, and blue blue bonnet. Uh, I'd like to either you send me a picture, yeah, or uh, I'll uh, come out and take a picture for uh, for myself. No, mine, mine, are look, mine are looking real good now. I've sent you pictures, but if you want to take some, that's fine, too. Okay. Good deal. Thanks, Billy. Okay. I'm going to go send you the poppies right now. Maybe they'll get over. Okay. And my rose is still doing great. Well, that's good. Yeah, it took... Thank you, ma'am. I mean, we're enjoying it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Billy. 210-308-8867. And Evelyn is on the line. Oh, Evelyn has a poppy comment or question. What's going uh, on, Evelyn? Well, the guy that just got off now, he said the uh, California poppy was red. I don't think so. That's the corn poppy. They're red. During World War One, uh, a soldier brought uh, back some seeds from overseas, and they're yeah. red. Okay. Oh, okay. And the California poppy is orange or yellow. Well, we don't want to get in a fight between you and Billy now. <laughs> uh, Billy's a Billy's a diplomat, and plus, okay. plus Billy uh, was unsure of the that's true diagnosis of what they were. So Billy, Billy Evelyn saying they they what kind do you think they are, Evelyn? Corn poppy. Corn poppies, okay. They call corn poppy, yes, they're red. Do you grow any? Do I grow any? Yeah. Yes, I do. There's a lot of them here. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, didn't, didn't they used to call that Flounders? Flanders Field? The, yeah. uh, the Flanders yeah, poppy? Or was that's it? right. Yeah, yeah it's, red. it's red. Pretty red. So, Evelyn, I want to <laughs> know where the uh, um, our plants are. The, the, what, is, what is it, Jerry? Uh, cor- uh, uh, that Evelyn, she's the, probably the, yeah, crowding yeah. them out. I have not. I don't think I can see. Find You're not seeing anything of the uh, horse herb. Horse herb, yeah. I haven't seen any, but I haven't looked for it. I'm sure it's, it'll be back. <laughs> well, if it, if it if it doesn't come back, let let me know, and uh, I'll get you through it. Oh I'll yeah, dig I'll up call some you plants first and thing. Bring it. 
Yeah, this is why Evelyn, we, we can't see her phone number. We don't know her address. She's, she's worried you're coming over with horse herb. <laughs> she's protecting herself. Okay, well, thanks for... Thanks for calling in. Evelyn, you'll have to take a picture of your poppies and send it to us. Okay, I'll have to have my daughter do that. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. what do I... You just send it to Milton at KLUP.com, or, and I'll, I'll send it to the guys. Yeah, okay. what, about a pic, what about a picture of you in them? Oh, there you go. Oh, and now the camera would break for sure. Uh, no, stop that. <laughs> Okay. Evelyn, All right, Evelyn, Evelyn, do you grow okra? It's good to hear. Yes, I do. <laughs> Did you ever have the Bex Big? I'm, I'm, I'm putting that back on the market. We're going to have a call. It, like, it was 20 feet tall, Jerry said. Uh, oh, wow. you, could, you could make Calvin the one I had the tall one. Yeah, how tall was yours, Calvin? Oh, maybe 13 um, feet. 13 30. feet, okay. 30. I exaggerated a little bit. Okay. I didn't, I didn't grow any last year. I don't know what happened. I guess I didn't get them planted out or something. I had too many appointments to. <laughs> yeah. Have you grown the? But I'm have you grown the Oscar? Uh, no, I have not. Okay, we'll have to get you some Oscar. Yeah, we're sending you some seed. Okay. okay. Thank you, Evelyn. Right. Always good talking to you. Bye, Evelyn. Uh, happy Easter. Bye-bye. You too. Happy Thank Easter you. to you too. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, 210-308-8867. But you know what? We're just about out of time. No. Anything else? Any messages you got? Uh, we got about 30 seconds. Anything else you want to say? Anything coming up? Any I events can't, I can't we didn't promote? Any. Well, it's to, been a busy day. It has been. A, you've been busy over there. Ah. Calvin's been beat up. You don't oh, see. Everybody's been asking him questions. He didn't want to come on the air. Well, we're going to say goodbye for today. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to everybody for calling in. Thanks to my mother-in-law for calling in a day. It was good talking to you. I'm Milton Glick. We will say goodbye for today. Thanks to Al for doing a great job. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. See you uh, next Saturday back here at Millburgers on 930 a.m. The-